everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Monday, August 3rd, 2020. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Go to rockauto.com right now and tell them that Locked On sent you. I'm your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi. And today we've got some more draft profiles for you guys. That's right. Uh, we're going to be looking at Ottawa 67's center, Marco Rossi, with Tony Ferrari of Dauber Prospects and the Dauber Draftcast. Uh, Marco Rossi, I think you're going to like, if, if you're a person who right now, just looking at the players they have available, uh, just the explosiveness that Rossi brings to the ice and you want the Red Wings to take him at four, then I think you're going to be pleased with a lot of things that Tony has to say about him. Uh, on his big board, he's got him slated in right at four where the Red Wings are drafting. So if the draft goes according to what he believes, then, well, this will be the guy that they end up taking. So we'll give you the lowdown on everything you need to know regarding the Austrian import, Marco Rossi. And uh, tomorrow, I believe we're going to be, you know, just kind of recapping what's going on in the NHL so far in their restart. I think an overwhelming success if I had to look at it uh, just from what we've seen this weekend, I'm recording this just after the Boston and Philadelphia game Saturday, obviously jam packed with five uh, qualifying round games that were just a ton of fun. Uh, it, and it's going to be really interesting. The The main takeaway that I had from all of it was that, well, we might end up with a lot of teams in that five to eight seed uh, region who are going to be qualifying for the, draft lottery now they were running some statistics you know throughout the day on saturday it says a team who wins the first game of the series of a five game series uh, has like an 86 percent chance or something like that of uh of advancing to the next round so based on that we could see some surprising and quite scary names pop up in that draft lottery if you're a red wings fan uh and then wednesday i believe we'll be back at it with the draft profiles and tony ferrari going to be looking at lucas raymond the uh, Ferlando winger, who Tony is very high on. He has him ranked at number three on his big board, so a lot of interesting stuff on him. Uh, and then later on in the week, I'm not sure yet if it's going to be on Thursday or Friday, we're going to have Tony Woolock from thehockeywriters.com taking a look at second-round targets, Emil Andre and Carter Savoy. The Wings obviously have three second-round picks in this year's NHL draft, so we're going to start to uh, supplement – our profiles of the first round guys with some guys who the Red Wings could be targeting in the second round. Uh, Steve Eiserman, his best pick as Tampa Bay Lightning GM came in the second round when he selected Nikita Kucherov, who turned out to be an MVP level uh, player. So tune back in for that. We'll see you guys here back at the end of the episode. But for now, enjoy the profile of Marco Rossi with Tony Ferrari. Fedorov gives him the business. All right. Well, we're here with Tony Ferrari, director of the North American scouting DauberProspects.com and co-host of the Dauber Draft Cast. Uh, next up, guy that we want to talk about is going to be Marco Rossi, Senator for the Ottawa 67s out of the OHL. Somebody that really, you know, had a had a pretty good freshman year, but really exploded within the 2019-20 season. What's your overview of him and kind of where do you have him slated on your big board? Uh, right now, my big board, he's number four. He's a guy that I, I have him. Um just ahead of Tim Stutzel, and he's a guy that I think I think Marco Rossi's a really, really underappreciated player by a lot of people in the draft community. Um, I, I've seen people knock him because he's only 5'11", 5'10", and the thing about that is he's got those Crosby tree trunk thighs. He, he's just – he's got that big, big, 
bottom half and he's able to kind of use that low center of gravity, just hold guys off. I, I've seen him push around guys that are six foot two, six foot three, no problem protecting the puck with ease. Um, and on top of that, he's got all the offensive talent in the world. Um, his shot may be not high end, but he's crafty with his goal scoring. He's a guy that can can open up space for himself and, and pick corners. Um, I, I don't think he's ever going to be a 30, 40 goal scorer in the NHL, but if he settles in between 25 and 30 goals, I think you can appreciate that because as a playmaker, he's going to score 50, 60 assists maybe. Um, I think he can be a point of game player in a, in a good year. And he's got the 200 foot game that, that you, you'd crave in an offensive or in, in a center in, the, in today's NHL. Uh, he's, he's so good defensively and, and it's really not something that he gets a ton of credit for by some people in the draft community. Um, the way he plays defensive hockey is, is just smart, efficient, and he gets the puck up the ice. He, he's rarely in his zone very long because he's constantly – he's a hound on the puck and then he gets it up ice. There, there's no reason for him to be in the defensive end because he's an offensive talent and he knows it. So he's a guy that doesn't uh, overcommit to the offensive game because he knows if he gets the puck defensively, he's moving up the ice himself and that's where he gets the scoring chances. Uh, I just alluded to it. He really exploded this past year. He led the OHL in points uh, as a five-nine center. That's that's pretty impressive. But what did you see most in his growth over these these last twelve months? Uh, I, I think he might be the smartest player in the OHL. Um, there, there's another draft eligible Cole Perfetti who just is almost as smart. But I think Marco Rossi has hasn't beaten that sense. I think the way he just understands the game in, in all three zones is 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 special. I think if he's a guy that's six foot six feet tall rather than five nine, then I think he's a guy that probably goes top two in this draft. I think he challenged Byfield for the number two spot. Um I, I Marco Rossi is just an elite, elite playmaker who has crafty goal scoring ability and he's able to play at both ends of the ice. Uh he's gonna be one of those rare cases where he's gonna be an undersized center that plays two hundred feet of the ice. Uh, the guy, the guy I kind of go back to a, a lot is, is Braden point with that. And, uh, but he's got a little bit of pest in him too. So you got a little bit of Brad Marchand in his game. Um, he was suspended once this year for a slew foot and there was two other slew foots that probably should have been suspendable. <laughs> um, he, he's a bit of a jerk along the boards and he's not afraid to mix it up. Uh, he, he's a guy that I think any NHL team's going to love if they can get him on their roster. One of the intangibles that I've been reading about uh, a lot with him and, you know, just quotes from his teammates, quotes from scouts, quotes from, you know, a lot of, a lot of different people is his work ethic. What, what do you, what can you tell us about that? And uh, you know, just, just his entire path to really the OHL is kind of fascinating on top of that. Yeah. He's a guy that he, he's an Austrian kind of import player who's on a loan from, from his home country. And he's a guy that his, he's just, he, he's five nine and he knows it. Like I said, he knows he's five nine. He knows if he wants to score, he has to get the puck back. He's a guy that doesn't stop working when he's on the ice. And um, you, you watch him battle along the boards and you can just tell that, like I said earlier, he's got the this really strong bottom half. And I think he's had to have worked on that. He's, he's built himself up to, to play strong hockey as a smaller player. Um, his, the way he battles along the boards is really, really impressive. He takes, he takes the puck out of board battles, with ease at times, like he, he wins a lot more board, board battles than he loses us. And as a small player, that's something you have to do. Um, he's a center who, so who is able to kind of play in front of the net, in behind the net, in the corners. He's he's really good at pulling the puck out and finding a guy that's open. Um, he, he just understands what the offensive zone 
is giving him, and he just takes advantage. Where does he shine the most uh, when his team has the puck, either when he has it or, you know, he, he doesn't have it? Uh, he's really good uh, with when he's directing traffic with the puck on his stick. I, I think he's a guy that he's, he's able to play at a high speed, play at a, a fast octane, a high octane pace, and he's able to make his teammates better every time he's on the ice. Uh, he's a guy that no matter who you put with him, he's, he's going to make offensive magic. He, he finds the puck and he gets it to the center, to the middle of the offensive zone. And that's just where you score goals. That's where you produce offense. And, and like I said, he's just the kind of player that knows what he has to do and does it. Like whether it's on the defensive end of the ice or the offensive end of the ice, he, he gets the puck, he gets it to the middle of the ice and they score, whether it's him putting the puck in the back of the net or his teammates, he's able to just find ways to produce offensively and, and hold the defend or hold the opposition from scoring themselves. And if you want to talk about things that are going to be good for years to come, great for years to come, in fact, let's talk real quick about rockauto.com. They're a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Now, listen, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. I know you, listeners of the Lockdown Red Rings podcast, you're self-starters, self-motivators, and hey, this is the automotive capital of the world. So I know that when it gets down to it, you don't mind getting your hands dirty and working on your own vehicle to save a quick buck. And you will help you out your case with that by going to rockauto.com and checking out their online catalog, which is extremely easy to navigate and very unique. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, rockauto.com's prices are always reliably low. Now listen, a lot of times when you need something done in your car, you'll go to the mechanic and he'll quote you a couple hundred bucks for something that you can easily do yourself and get the price online for pennies on the dollar of what they're going to charge you there. You're going to be able to save money that you can use for other important things like your mortgage or your food. Just makes no sense to spend 30, 50, even 100% for the same exact auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership when you can go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck right now. Now just do us a favor once you get there and write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. That's all. Just write locked on in their how did you hear about us box. It's, uh, it's a pretty sweet deal that I'm giving you guys out today. They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. All right, we got to talk about it. The power play. What's the scouting report on Marco Rossi when his team is on the man advantage? Um, weirdly enough, I don't know if he's a true power play quarterback type player. I think a guy like Cole Perfetti might be a little bit better at, on the power play than, than Marco Rossi. And I think Marco Rossi is a really good player at, at kind of taking advantage of what the, the defense gives them. And when, when everything's kind of structured down into a penalty kill, he, he's able to, to find the passing lanes and he's an adequate player. But I think he needs someone maybe – kind of really driving the play on the power power play. Um, I'm not going to say he's ineffective because he scores a ton on the power play. I just don't think he's the driving force behind that. I think he, he can create his own shot if, if given the opportunity, but um, you, you look at a player like Cole Perfetti or even like a Jamie Drysdale and they can control the entire offensive zone. Whereas, whereas Marco Rossi, he, he's a little bit more of, I don't want to say a complimentary player because that's underselling how, how valuable he is on the power play, but, I think he's probably the second option on the power play rather than the, the true quarterback. Is he somebody that in your mind with his hockey smarts, with his, you know, kind of ability to know where to be on the ice that, that also fits into that 
role of top line penalty killer as well? Uh, yeah, I think Marco Ross is a guy that can play in any situation. Um, I think that's kind of what he's going to be at the NHL level. Um, maybe he doesn't become a number one center, but he's going to be your number two center that's playing just as much because he's playing on the power play. He's playing on the penalty kill. He's playing at four on four. He's playing in overtime at three on three. He's, he's able to play in any situation, regardless of whether your team's up or down on, on the scoreboard. And, and that's going to be where he gets his minutes because a coach is going to be able to go, what situation are we in? Who's playing with Marco Rossi? Because he already knows he's going to be on the ice. How do his terrific hands have the biggest impact in, uh, when his team has the puck in the offensive zone? He's, like I said earlier, he's a crafty, crafty goal scorer. Um, his hands are, are what is able to create separation. Um, he's a, Like I said, he's a smaller guy, so when he's able to kind of really lean into a defender and hold the puck out to the side and, and protect it, he, he's able to pass from that position. He's able to take a shot from that position even. Um, I, I think he's got – he trains a lot on, on the skill, the puck skills of the game. And he's, you even watch him just in a warm-up and he's deking the puck around a, a bunch of other pucks at the blue line. Or he's, he's constantly playing with the puck. And he's just one of those guys that you can tell works on his hands all the time. And, and it shows in the games because he's able to get around guys with ease. He's able to make the flashy play and he's able to make the efficient play. Um, I think he's kind of a, a jack-of-all-trades, to, to be completely honest. Uh, your coworker Cam Robinson notes, you know, we we've talked a lot about his size, and obviously that's going to be a focal point of pretty much everything we talk about with this guy. You know, five nine, five ten. Uh, he was able to prove that it's not an issue already, kind of within the OHL, because that's a bit of a bigger league. Do you agree with that? And and is that kind of something that helps you maybe calm your fears about taking a player of his size? Yeah, with Marco Rossi, I, I don't worry about his size at all because. He's like I said, he's the guy that he has those that really strong lower body. He's got the really low center of gravity and he's able to he's able to use his body position really, really well. Uh, his size isn't something I worry about at all, really. Now, it's draft day. The Detroit Red Wings are on the clock. Here's Steve Eisman. What's the one reason you pass on Marco Rossi? And what's the one reason that you draft Marco Rossi at number four? Um to be completely honest, the one reason I pass on Marco Rossi is because Quentin Byfield fell to me. I think Marco <laughs> Rossi is the, the fourth best player in this draft. And unless Byfield or maybe even Raymond drop to, to the Red Wings, I think that's the guy that they go with because he's, he's that complete center. Um, I think if they end up passing, I think it's because – or sorry, I think if they end up taking him, it's because, yeah, he's just the high-end center that they need. Um, to me, there really isn't a reason to pass on him, to be completely honest. Uh, so it's interesting to me that you – the consensus, one, two, three, is uh, Lafreniere, Byfield, and Stutzla. You don't – based on kind of, you know, just trying to piece together your, your rankings here, you don't have Stutzla till six? Five. Five, Five. is where I have okay. Tim Stutzla, yeah. Okay. Um, and it pains me because at the start of the year, I was the guy that was pushing Tim Stutz. I was the guy that was like, <laughs> when everyone had him outside their top 10, I had him at six. And and I, I love this kid. He's my favorite player to watch in the draft. But yeah, there, there are flaws in his game. And, and the fact that he plays in the DEL, and there really isn't back pressure. You watch that league and, and he's got pretty free reign once he gets the puck. There's no one really chasing him down or, or providing any, any pressure on him. Um, he still has a tendency to kind of skate around too much with the puck a little bit and uh, kind of junior level tendencies. And he gets away with it in the, G the German pro league. Um, 
I, I just personally, I think Byfield's ceiling is just infinitely higher. I think Byfield has a chance to legitimately be the top player in this draft. Um, I think Lucas Raymond is getting vastly underrated because of some unfortunate playing time that he didn't really get in the SHL and the Swedish pro leagues. And, and I think when you look at the, the underlying stats with Raymond, that's why I think he's the guy that I put ahead of, ahead of uh, Stutzel. And then Marco Rossi and Tim Stutzel, those guys to me, they're kind of interchangeable. Um, I, I think if you were to take Tim Stutzel ahead of Marco Rossi, it's not something I'd go. That's a mistake at all. So, I kind of, to be honest, I have three, four, five, Raymond, Rossi, Stutzel, kind of interchangeable. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Another big thanks to Tony Ferrari. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at the Tony Ferrari. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Red Wings. Let us know what you think about Rossi and the prospect of the Red Wings taking him at number four overall. Uh, if you haven't done so already, go do yourself a favor and go back to last week's episodes. Check out the profile with Tony on uh, Jamie Drysdale and Cole Perfetti, who is somebody that the Red Wings have been mocked uh, to take at that fourth overall spot. So some interesting stuff on these guys. I'm happy to bring you guys these draft profiles uh, and get acquainted with all of the players who, who could possibly be selections by the Red Wings. They've got a lot of picks, and we've got a lot of time between now and then. So we're definitely going to be continuing this as time goes on. Once again, do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Subscribe. Share this podcast with somebody you love. Share this podcast with another Red Wings fan in your life. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day.